Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. My name is Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And on this podcast, we bring you a mix of mainstream and alternative Latinx jams. And this is our Meneito numero tres. Welcome to our Meneitos. We're so glad you're coming along with us for this like little in-between ride. Meneito. Meneito. That's right. <laughs> so what you heard just now and what we're still hearing is a song called Azul Oro. And it's by an artist called Populous, who I don't know that much about, but it's featuring Ella Maines, who is an electronic artist, a Colombiana that I love, 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 love. so much. Have I you really interviewed like. her, right? No, no, no. We were chatting with over email about working something out and like um, never got to meet. But yeah, I just am a huge fan. She's like builds her own like synthesizers and like is just like a fucking badass. And I really you have love a nerd this. crush. I have total nerd <laughs> crush. A total like nerdy music crush. Awesome. Yeah, and I feel like I like this little like alt dumbo like into like this electronic glitchy sort of beat. I think it's so cute and I think the video I just like saw the little video that was attached to it and it's an animated little short and I uh, it reminds me a lot of this uh, animator called Norman McLaren who was this pioneer in animation he was a Canadian um, animator who did a lot of like pioneer work with hand-drawn animation like way back in the day for the mm. national like film boards of Canada okay um, which is like a weird esoteric interest yeah that I have. <laughs> I, this is a new one to me I so know. just hand-drawn animation yeah yeah okay. he did a lot of really cool experimental work he uh, I basically just like was at the video store back when we had video mm-hmm. stores and like looking through like all of the sections and I like just saw the cover for this documentary on this Norman McLaren and just like the aesthetic of it like really reeled me mm. in and I was like what is this and I um and I took it home and it's a bunch of like just like weird little animated shorts experimental animated shorts mm. and I just fell in love with it and it kind of reminds me of that so um I was really really into it I do miss the like video store experience of browsing based on covers like yeah. you don't really get that on netflix i really. mean it's kind of like you browse the covers on netflix sort of. but not like i miss something about that tactile experience yeah that's nice not to have to go i, guess. I know i do remember being like a little like closeted queer mo as a kid and seeing this the cover of um, I think it's something like the dangerously true story of two girls in love or whatever. Some really cheesy ass lesbian <laughs> movie. And I was like, I don't know how young middle school. And I was like, I can't look at that. Like I knew enough you to know that I like couldn't, couldn't look at it, but it still was like 10 years later till I came out. But I was like, just so deeply closeted. Oh, and I was like, my God. I'm not even allowed to look over there, but oh, I remember it. God. You know, Yeah. So, obviously you remember it. So then when I finally watched it, it was like, you know, <laughs> was it good? Was, was it college. bad? I mean, it's bad. Like so much lesbian, like. 
fiction. I know. Film fiction is pretty bad, but bad in like a good way. I appreciate you like early 90s, you know. Yeah, yeah. I recommend it. I think it's called something like The Ridiculously True Story of Two Girls in Love or something. I feel like up until pretty recently, up until like, you know, you got films like Pariah or like Gun Hill Road mm-hmm. or like some of those really good ones, there wasn't really a lot of like good like lesbian like what it was there like but i'm a cheerleader that's hilarious mm, yeah. but other than that like a lot of them were I fucking trash i do remember trash. that dog house scene from but i'm a cheerleader being like really like whoa do you remember that <laughs> they the like fuck in a dog house oh my god i don't remember that in the, oh in my a dog god house, i do I, I, i'm maybe i'm gayer than you i was just like <laughs> you. no you're not i'm not gayer than you it's not a thing <laughs> It's not a hierarchy. I just remember seeing, I think it was one of the early, I'm just being like, oh my God, I have feelings watching this like sex montage. I mean, the doghouse was kind of a strange setting, but there was this like violin song. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, it's been a long time since I watched it, but I remember being like, this is like the only good one until like some of the other cooler ones Yeah. No, you're right. We we have a lot more offerings now, which is, and I think like accessibility of some of these digital platforms for people to find an audience makes it totally totally tangent (laughs) well this episode has a kind of like alternative like chill vibe because the song i'm bringing is like not really my typical um so we're gonna move on to that song which is called palante and it's by salomon beda Arrastrame contigo, acércame la tierra, alumbrame el camino, pélame la piel, cruda y roja y viva, jala con fuerza, desinfectame la vida, dame otra dermis, me incomode con la mía, que me tape bien bien, lo de adentro que hace frío. Muévete pa'lante, arrastrame contigo Acércame la tierra, alúmbrame el camino Tierra pa'lante, pa'lante, pa'lante Pa'lante los pasos, pa'lante, pa'lante Tierra pa'lante, pa'lante, pa'lante Pa'lante los pasos, a la orden abrazo Tierra pa'lante, pa'lante, pa'lante Pa'lante los pasos, pa'lante, pa'lante Tierra pa'lante, pa'lante, pa'lante Pa'lante los pasos, a la orden abrazo Tell us about this guy so, I mean, it has like a hella chill vibe, right? Like this yeah. is not, you're, are you into this? This is like yeah, not usually pretty, my steez, you know? It's pretty chill, yeah So I discovered him thanks to Ellie, who we shout out a lot Oh, yeah. Who's my neighbor and who's the one who helped us get this podcast going with the technical stuff um, Yeah, I was just on one of her playlists and I was sitting in her car and I was like, mm-hmm. I like this So I actually don't know much about him This album is pretty new It came out sometime this summer Um and I don't know. I just kind of was into the dreaminess of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he might be Colombian. I was like trying pretty hard to find like legit bio information about him, but mm-hmm. I couldn't really. It sounds like he's like been around different. Like he's been spent time in Miami and Bogota and New York. So I don't know yeah, exactly who yeah. his people are, but he's definitely Latino. One of these like world's traveler dudes. Yeah. Like 
diaspora people. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely described as a poet by some of the people who write about him, like on Spotify. And I feel that, like, I think his mm. his lyrics are very poetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of got like a cute scruffy thing going on. So I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking it. It's, this is this is why I like the many those because I can just kind of bring something random yeah, that just... happens to be catching my fancy right now so it's so great i appreciate that yeah so what's your last song better so my last song is by another artist that i don't know too much about her name is tatiana hazel and this song is called dimelo Remezclas Nuevo Noise playlist, which if you're not listening to, if you're not keeping up on that playlist, I feel like Remezcla does such a good job of Mm -hmm. finding jams and just like sticking them in there. And they, you know, they update it every like little bit. And this is from their latest one. And I really like it. It's like, I like especially the layered vocals. I feel like it's really, like, I don't know. It gives me sort of like a witchy vibe Mm. or something that I can really get into. Um, And Tatiana Hazel is from Chicago. She's a singer, songwriter, producer, uh, Mexicana. I don't know too much about her beyond that. You know, she's just, she's young. She's about 20. um, So she's sort of new um, on the scene. She's been making, um, you know, music for her and like into music, I think, since she was um, a lot younger. But um, she's just like putting out some stuff and I'm into this. I think it's cute. Yeah, I like it. For some reason, this episode is making me think about Burning Man. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, also it just happened, but a couple weeks ago. Um, is that your feeling about Burning Man? Ew, that is gross. my feeling about Burning Man. <laughs> Ew. Gross. I feel like it's a bunch of dirty white people. Oh. And like, why are you in the desert? Yeah. That's awful. I've never been. I've, I've never been either. I mean, it's just my like total judgment. judgy, judge, yeah. judge or pants. I feel like there's a few people that I follow either I know in real life and or social media who are people of color who go. So there is like a contingent of people, but I'm sure there are people of color who go. It just strikes me as like a super like weirdo techie people that go like Silicon Valley people go and also like weird, like, I don't know, feelings. 
people. I don't know. I don't I know. Think it's, it's more like, like drugs and feelings. Drugs. Lots of drugs. Lots lot of, of drugs. like. I feel like it's just like a weird hippie vibe. That's what it is. It's not feelings. It's like weird, like hippie, but like rich hippies. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like I don't know what it is actually about, but whatever I'm getting from it, not I'm like I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really into that kind of unstructured environment I don't know just like all of the logistics that go into like making it work for people like you have yeah, to bring to, like, your own bring water everything, and everything right? yeah. and people are fine and like you know everyone takes care of each other supposedly but yeah anyway I don't know what it is about the music this episode that's just making me think about that's burning man yeah I don't know anything really about it other than like the impressions that I have and I know it's like about like art and whatever and there's a thing about it Freedom. but there's like some sort of like weird like wild west like manifest destiny bullshit that mm-hmm. it like comes up for me there and i'm just like what the fuck are y'all doing mm-hmm. in the desert have you ever gone to any like overnight music festivals anywhere no yeah no. like bonnaroo or all these things yeah mm-hmm. i've never done any of that either no i'm not like a camping lover all right you know like I feel like I'm too old to sleep on the ground, dude. My parents did not immigrate to this country for me to sleep on the ground. But you never slept on the ground, right? Uh, Is it about age? I mean... No, I did. I used to go camping. I used to go camping. I've been camping a bunch of times. My boo likes to camp. And, like, you know, like, I've thugged it out before, but I'm just, like, not into it. I'm also large. I'm tall. Uh, Our listeners may or may not know. (laughs) And, like, to, like, be in a tent and try to get dressed with these long-ass legs and, like, that space and, like, can't stand up. It's just – it fucking sucks. I hate it. Mm. I don't like a tent. Like, a cabin, love a cabin. Love the woods. So great. I just want to, like, not be in a tent and, like, not sleep on the ground. Yeah. I'm into camping. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I mean, car camping, let's be clear. I have done backpacking, but, like – that's really hardcore when you have to yeah, carry everything yeah. that you're going to sleep with. But I like a good car camping somewhere that's, like, nature enough that you don't feel like you're camping in a parking lot. Yeah. I also am a night owl, which mm. means that I don't like getting up too early. Right. And when you sleep in a tent, like, by 7 a.m., it's, like, Hot. 200 degrees in yeah. there. <laughs> and, and by, like, I'm 8 p.m., like, it's dark and you're supposed to go to sleep. fuck out. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> so that's real. I, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me. But yeah, I, my family's not into camping. I feel like I'm the weird one. No, my family. They're like high maintenance travelers. Never, went to camp, never yeah. camped ever. Like it's yeah. like a weird it's, thing, a weird thing. I was the strange one who wanted yeah, to go like yeah. backpacking and camping. So I admit yeah. It. I mean, there was like a period in my life where I there like there could have been a time when I camped, but. You know, I was 13 and yeah, I was like pasó. into it, but ya pasó and it like <laughs> all right now. Well, no Riley Monet at Burning Man. Not that that was actually a desire that I had, but this is what happens when I listen to, like, hippie, trancey music. I'm like, oh, oh drugs. Oh, my God. No. 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 All right. Well, that's our Manejo. <laughs> we'll see how much of our rambling conversation makes it oh into the God. episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on yeah. this weird one, y'all. Yeah. We love you. It's when Veto's in charge. Things get weird. <laughs> Haterade. <laughs> so make sure to catch us next week. We're going to have a really special guest from one of our favorite queer publications joining us who is um, in from the border. And we're going to be talking all about music from the U.S.-Mexico border. That's right. She's from the Rio Grande Valley. And we're going to be talking about Mexico and Musica in the U.S. and Musica and border culture and all Fronteras of that. And- 
maybe she was in a mariachi band in high school. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's going to be good. So make sure to tune in next week. Ciao, amores. Bye.